This is Detroit Talk City. Refuge for Kiss Army deserters, defectors, and draft dodgers. I'm your host, Scott Malone. With me today, as he was two hours ago, is my great friend, Chris Cook. Hi, Scott. Hey, buddy. That was a very different intro than you usually give. Well, you know, like we were recording earlier tonight, and I was like, you know what? Why don't I just like spice it up or something? (laughs) Spice it up by doing it very subdued. Kind of like the the NPR kind of thing. Oh, yes. Detroit well, Talk City. Well, welcome to Detroit Talk City. The refuge for Kiss Armor Deserters Draft Dodgers. We're going to be talking about the band Kiss tonight. Now, <laughs> um, many of you are probably aware that Kiss stands for Knights and Satan Service. Um, I feel like right now I would like some Knights and Satin Service, just because of how creamy this all sounds. <laughs> I, I didn't want to help you out. I wanted to see where that was going. Just let me drown in whatever bullshit I oh, was. Uh, everybody, <laughs> thank in. you so much for tuning into the podcast. Uh, we are in a silly mood. Yes. As we explained on last week's podcast, we are recording this episode. We're recording two in one day, which is something we've never done. It's a two in one. Uh, and Bert it's all, all because I'm leaving town. Yes. This is our big goodbye. But we just came from an amazing comedy show we sure did we saw the one and only anthony jeselnik at the meyer horowitz theater here in edmonton alberta holy shit that guy is it's it's he's on another level yeah it's just well it it, because his his comedy is so much different than almost anybody else who's out right now it's just his joke writing is just it's like a rabbit punch all night like i i've said probably five times since we've left it's my face hurts yes like it's, like like but where by the end of the show we've been laughing so much it's like i can't laugh anymore yeah. <laughs> like everything he's saying is goddamn hilarious because he's such a uh, the precision with which he like delivers those jokes is like mm-hmm. it's like like a machine or something like that like everything is so goddamn funny yeah and it's it's almost scary is because when you see anthony jeslinick perform you're like oh Everything can be funny. Yes. And this is what we were talking about this on our drive home is that I, so many people see that and they're like, oh, yeah, everything can be funny. I can say whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah. And be like, no, everything. Anthony Jeslinick can almost say anything he wants because he can make anything funny. Yeah. Like, obviously, you can say whatever you want, um, but you, know, you have the right to it. But. And this is really important. It has to be funny. If it's going to be offensive, it has to be funny. If, it's not trying to be funny. It has to be yeah. funny. You can be. You can say anything you want, but there are consequences to everything you say. Totally. Yeah. That's why, like every fucking asshole that like you see like on on like message boards, and it's just like I'm having my my First Amendment rights taken away. It's like no asshole. You can say whatever you want. You just have to deal with the consequences of you looking like a fucking asshole. Yeah, you know, and that's why shitty comedians are always like, "Whoa, whoa, you don't have a sense of humor." But you're like, no, you didn't say something funny. It's like, yeah, I do have a sense of humor, and that's why I'm offended because you weren't funny. <laughs> if, you piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, folks, by by the time this comes out, who knows where Anthony Jeselnik is touring at? But if if for some godforsaken reason you do not know who Anthony Jeselnik is, do yourself a favor and watch anything he's involved in. He's so funny. I mean, I don't know if you ever watched. He had a show briefly on Comedy Central, yeah. The Jeselnik Offensive. Mm-hmm. I think I still have every episode on, on my computer, but it was so so good. Um, thoughts and prayers are on uh, his, his last special. It's on Netflix. And the show we saw tonight is obviously going to be his next special, which will surely yeah. be on netflix and can't recommend him uh enough as well as uh his opener mo welch she was mm-hmm. so oh, good too. so funny so funny um you know just in front of like what's probably like a more conservative audience in terms of like canada style would be mm-hmm. alberta i mean we're well, we're, we're, we're canadian texas and, really. and well yeah and maybe maybe not so much like strictly conservative is like in like political leaning is just like it's more conservative people because they're more like they're not pe- people here aren't as exposed to yeah to th- i mean co- all yeah. sorts of comedy like, like we we really don't like have like 
very big legs to stand on because we're two white dudes that are the same age, um, straight white dudes. But, you know, I didn't see very many people of color at that show. No. You know, I, that's I, nothing to do with Anthony at all. No, I did it's see, more... I saw one woman in a headdress. Well, good. Yeah. That was one. I guess, <laughs> I guess when I was coming out of the bathroom and I failed to pee due to stage fright. Um, <laughs> this, I... <laughs> this is something we should get into. You want to talk about it? So, yeah, this is, and I, I, because the majority of our listeners are men it's something that and we had never talked about it no because apparently there's some sort of shame behind it but both scott and i (laughs) we were in line in the bathroom after this show we had both had two ciders during the show we're in line together and i said to scott i'm gonna go downstairs and so i left scott in the bathroom i go downstairs waiting in line just hoping to god the next open spot is a stall because what happened in always invariably 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 happens i go i stand at the urinal i try to pee (laughs) i try i listen to the all the other toilets flushing everyone like having these just rushes of urine come out of them and nothing happens even though you need to pee so badly so bad yeah because uh yeah spoiler alert i was upstairs (laughs) At probably I was probably directly above you, <laughs> and standing at a goddamn urinal, pretending to pee. What do you because, think because it I is? Can't pee. Like I part I of me know. thinks it's just like the like pressure because I'm in line and I have to pee so bad. Then I'm finally standing up and I know that there's a line of twenty people behind me who have to pee bad. Yeah. And then I get into my head of being like, well, you got you got to pee quick because all those people are waiting. And then it just doesn't happen. And yeah, like. It's awful. It's it's, it's 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 like vaguely humiliating too. It's like, what, buddy? You can't even. Well, you, then, you can't you can't even whip your dick out and pee in front of me. And then, it's like, no, I want I want a stall. I'm not an animal. And then you just feel this like shame that for some reason you feel like that some reason you're like I don't know less of a man. Less of a man. Because you can't. And it's like, no, I'm more of a man. <laughs> I just just kidding. I'm not. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely not. We uh, we are comedy fans yeah, who have dude. a podcast about kiss. If we've established anything, we are barely men. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go on, of course, I want to mention our social media. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Detroit Talk City, uh, Detroit Talk City Pod at gmail.com If you want to email us for some godforsaken reason, uh, join our Facebook group smash the subscribe button do whatever you need to do i'm 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 lost uh tell us that we're goddamn maniacs for yeah. not being able to pee please yeah if any what if that's like what like really like ignites Gets like like people to stop people. listening and be like what the fuck guys you can't even pee yeah or what if it's like like maybe like we start like the like uprising of, of like dudes that are like i'm with them that's the biggest my biggest reason and it's not for gender inclusivity, inclusivity, why I like gender inclusive bathrooms, it's just that everything's a stall, and when everything's a stall, I'm happy. I can pee. I know. Like, have you ever been to like? I I think it's at like Commonwealth Stadium here in Edmonton, going to like a fucking Eskimos game. There's a goddamn trough. Yeah. That you pee into, like as if we needed to be like <laughs> subjected to any more horrors, like. Already the urinal is a problem. Hold on, just a trough. Just a trough where there's no median distance between people. Yeah. You can just you can just be right next to each other. I want privacy when I'm expelling those things from my body. Is that so much to ask? Can we please work on it? And folks, do not worry. We will be getting into the, Shit, it's not up. Uh, uh, but yeah, but yeah, folks, don't worry. We will be discussing in in full length the uh, Paul Stanley unreleased uh, Folgers Coffee commercial at length. We're going to be getting into it. We're going to talk about every second of it. The funny thing is that I mean, we're we're obviously joking because it's goddamn ridiculous. But I have actually had to like um, stop myself from bringing it up before because when when it when it got leaked on the internet, I think it was about four years ago. I was 
obsessed with it. Like, I couldn't, like, it's only 30 seconds. And... I'm pretty sure you told me about it almost immediately. <laughs> right. And this is b- before any of this, folks, before we decided to, like, dedicate. Years prior. Well, it's no, it's no different than the people let me get this off my chest yeah. shit, which also, for some reason, just captured my imagination. <laughs> with played at parties. <laughs> and for me, your friend alone in a house we would just listen to it <laughs> it's like a budding friendship too and it's like oh yeah hey you like that that cool punk song i just showed you well check this out <laughs> and then it's just paul stanley screaming about getting licked virginia <laughs> exactly there's gonna be more richmond virginia stuff coming up uh <laughs> when we when we get to it um well should we should we get to talk a bit we will talk about the commercial because it's hilarious yeah but uh, so we we're breaking from our format for this yes. episode, uh, and I, and one of the main reasons we're doing it is just as kind of like a step back, as we're about to go on about a two month break from recording episodes. Yes, a step back to look at the chaos that we've started in our lives and like how we've kind of ruined our lives by doing this um, in a very mild way. But you know, it's like I don't. When we started the show, I kind of expected that people might confuse that, like, oh, you're doing a Kiss podcast, you might like, you must like Kiss, and it's like, no. <laughs> but it's like, literally yesterday, I was getting like texts from my mother, like of like Kijiji ads, where she was like some fucking Ace Freely. <laughs> like solo record that she was gonna maybe buy for me, and it's like I don't, I, and I texted her back saying. I don't need more garbage in my house. Well, and when I when I was editing and listening to the podcast we did with Taylor Chadwick, shout out Taylor Chadwick, we love you. Yes. Uh, when I re-listened to it as I was editing it and realizing how much I, I was defending, like and like very basic defense of Kiss, being like, "Well, yeah. you got to think about the time they're You're a in. basic bitch." Yeah. Oh, absolutely, I'm a basic bitch, but just. The idea that six months ago, if I would have seen myself defending Kiss, of being like, well, no, you just have to like give them a chance. Like you, you have to put it in context of when this yeah. album came out and what the mute. Yeah, like, and especially like, I think in general, it was like defending like you know fucking groupies. Yes, yeah. <laughs> too. Where it's like that's not something to defend. No. Like whether you're like quite literally wielding your power over these women that are starstruck over you. Yeah. Yeah. I. Uh, this has been a really strange experience. It really has been making and, this um, show. Yeah, and it's it's been very illuminating and a lot of fun. Obviously, mm-hmm. we we wouldn't be doing this if it, if it weren't fun. As as I said in the last episode, it's one hundred percent a labor of love. You know, and we've like very like twistedly like kind of learned to love these jagoffs mm-hmm. you know um and the more that we that we discover about it the more we kind of you know endear even like with the awful albums like god at the the one two punch of animalized and exposed was really tough yes really really tough um but if anything, it's, now that it's in the rear view, it's kind of like almost endearing mm-hmm. of how how they took such a hard, big swing and how bad they whiffed on it. Yeah. You know? So, and there, there we are, the couple of uh, cackling crows, you know, just yeah. Well, I guess while we're just like on this reminiscing train, yeah. What what has surprised you so far? Is there anything that? Oh sure! Oh, absolutely. The the big surprise has been liking more music than I expected. Right. That is one hundred percent it. Because when we came into this project, I knew, I knew quite a quite a lot of, about Kiss for someone who was not a fan mm-hmm. of Kiss. Um, but at the same time, I always kept them at a very arm's length away. Where it's like, mm, keep your bullshit over there, you know. But since then, you know. Almost every album, not every album, Psycho Circus, Sonic Boom, go fuck yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of stuff where it's like I can usually pick out one or two songs off off of every album where mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, get it, fine, yeah. Or sometimes even be like thrilled, you know, like it has blown me away. And I think I think it helps that we've listened to so many of the shitty albums. Yeah, is that. 
I never expected how much I would like some of the albums. Yeah. And this is like almost almost entirely the first three albums. Yeah. How much I do genuinely yeah. enjoy those. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're getting close now. Like, we have worked our way through a lot of the 70s. Um, we still have Rock and Roll Over and Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do Alive and Alive 2 and probably even Double Platinum just for fun at, at, at some point. Double Platinum is a, a compilation featuring the disco version of Strutter. <laughs> uh, but, um, I didn't know that was a thing. I think I brought it up on the Dynasty episode. Yeah, I probably probably just canceled it out of my brain. Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, that's that's been the fun, um, the fun little little ride. It's like Mm -hmm. okay, getting a little glimpse into like the 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 mind of the Kiss Army. Yeah, Uh, it's the it's the fact that I didn't think that I would be able to understand it, and I not not saying that I totally understand it now but i i will not begrudge anybody who says they're a kiss fan i would want i would definitely want to ask questions you want the context yeah of it. and like, i would like, want why to know are you a kiss fan what, what kiss do you what like? album do you like all that because yeah. it's you you can't there's i would like to meet the kiss fan who liked everything because that person can't exist no, they absolutely do well one, i one, want 100%. i want to, i want to meet them then there's there's one guy I think I met him in passing. He's a family friend of uh, of of the Ganyos who I've talked about probably on almost every episode. Um, but he's like Kiss Army everything. And I was talking to uh, um, Brett, a good friend of mine in, in that family, and she was talking about how much that dude loves Kiss. And I was like, Oh, don't play him this I... show. He will he will fucking hate us. And oh. She was like, she's like, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you this, but uh, so I won't. I won't use names because I just don't want to. But there's uh, a friend who they're actually from Red Deer. Okay. She brought me down into her basement, and in a room in the basement was her father's shrine to Kiss, oh, no. and it was a room literally the size of. I know this is no good for our listeners, but your living room and your kitchen and your entryway. So like. I would say probably like thirty feet by fifteen. Yeah, feet. That's a lot. A lot. Full and like almost pack, like a, like like a pack rat or just a hoarder, just full of kiss memorabilia. Man, I mean, like, just, like, like, I I get it to a certain extent. I mean, like, even like being in my place, like my my place is filled with memorabilia of stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. There's nothing of just one group like the closest would be aerosmith like this whole wall behind me mm-hmm. is, is all aerosmith and you keep your wrestling toys in a different room yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm i'm so ashamed <laughs> you gotta really like someone before you show them that you know what no i don't <laughs> yeah i know i don't care no you shouldn't care i got i got my fucking aj styles gla- or, uh, gloves just sitting out oh there right right next to your couch just in case just in case i get stoked Oh God, life is a nightmare. <laughs> I keep my Millennium Falcon toy in my office. Exactly, and, not... and that's what I always like to remember. Anytime I start getting nerdy about pro wrestling, just remember the Trekkie. That's uh, yeah. I know Star it's Star Wars. Wars, but you're far more of a Trek guy, aren't you? Uh, yeah, probably. Exactly. Go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking if I have, I was like, yeah, I have seen every episode of. Next Most gen. of the series. I've seen every episode of the original, Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Voyager. Haven't seen every episode of Enterprise, but have seen every episode of Discovery because it's just that. That's the new one, right? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking Do you great. like it? It's fucking great. Fucking great, really. Yeah. Well, that's nice. That's nice to hear yeah, for it's, you. Yeah, it's back. It's in the spirit of what this TV series were because uh, the movies, there's... This is this is a big thing in the Trek please world. Get, is please that get into it. It's a, and it's the same complaint that so many Star Wars people have about J.J. Abrams. Is J.J. Abrams came in and directed that first new Star Trek, and he even admits himself that he's not a Star Trek fan. And they just tried to make it into an action movie, into a Star Wars movie. Yeah, and that Star Trek has never been about that. Star Trek is and it's so like it's such a nerdy. Star Trek is about society and reflecting what society is about, and it's. It's not a goddamn action movie, but 
then again, some of the best Star Trek movies have a lot of action in them. So I don't know what I'm trying to argue yeah. other than that I'm a goddamn. You do. You do seem lost right now. Um, I don't. I don't want to get off it though. What's What's the best Star Trek movie? Uh, my favorite Star Trek movie. I wouldn't say the best. My it's favorite got, movie. Wait, wait, can is, I guess? Ah, uh, The Wrath of Khan. No. Oh. Uh, I, that would be my second favorite movie. My favorite Star Trek movie is Star Trek: First Contact, which is and a that's, with, that's uh, a next gen movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's super cool. It involves the Borg, which are a big bad guy series. They're all like, it's <laughs> whatever. What am I at? What is happening? <laughs> I let that go on for a while, and then my smile crept across my face. <laughs> what is happening? Where I just tricked you into talking <laughs> passionately about Star Trek. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, it's fine. Like I, I, <laughs> oh no, I, I listened to um, a podcast, um, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, where they did like commentary over the 1987 Survivor series recently. <laughs> Just like the loneliest. <laughs> this is thing one that, part like, I love about the internet is that there are thousands of people who will get that and be like, yes, I love it, but then. 99.999% of the world will hear that and be like, what the fuck are you doing with You're your life? You're speaking a different language. You might as well be the Borg. <laughs> they, they speak English. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I have to admit, I've never been... I'm, I'm the asshole when it comes to Star Trek. I never liked Star Trek at all. Liked those J.J. Abrams movies. I'm, yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm the problem. No, no. I I still enjoy the J.J. Abrams movies for what for what they are. Yeah. Uh, which is not really Star Trek. <laughs> you're a big magic guy too, right? <laughs> I never played Magic the No, Gathering. you're not? Did I get that wrong? No, I never played Magic Player. Played There's... a shitload of D&D. D&D is what I meant. D&D, of course. Oh, yeah. Can and you describe not to the just, listeners what... <laughs> not just Dungeons and Dragons. My first role-playing games were a, a D6 version of a Star Wars role-playing game and also a game called Merp. Which oh. is Middle Earth role playing, which is based on like Tolkien's, like The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Is that like an official thing, or is it like unofficial? Like, no, it's official. Okay, sorry. Like <laughs> they sold the books and everything. Wow. So when you do that, so obviously, okay, I don't want to assume this, but you had to have had friends that <laughs> that engaged with you doing. This. Fuck you. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, of course. If someone says they like poker, you're not assuming they're just playing poker by themselves. I don't know. It just sounds so loserish that I can't. I can't. Shut up. You fucking AJ Styles gloves are two feet away from I'm you. I'm a loser too. What do you want from me? Yes. The hey, whole guys. point of role playing is you're playing with other people. Yes. Did sometimes just me and my sister play it together for a long time? Of course we did. I mean, it's fine. I used to sit in my parents' basement with my wrestling action figures, listening to like Michael Jackson and make them like dance. <laughs> I know? some of the just darkest shit. <laughs> I love that we were sat down to record an episode about how we feel about Kiss over the course of this dozen episodes we've done, and we've just started. We're really laying out what goddamn just like dirty secrets, like. St- Stuff I've probably not even told, like, anyone. But why don't I just, like, broadcast it out to the world? <laughs> not even, like, <laughs> tell, like, a, a close friend. Obviously, you're you're one of my best friends, you know. And isn't mm-hmm. that sweet? Uh, <laughs> ugh, I can barely even stomach myself. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Um, um, I want to take a hard left turn here. Please do. Play the Folgers commercial, please. And, folks, look up Paul Stanley's unreleased Folgers commercial. Because we need, it's very necessary for us to hear this and for you to hear it for context. Because that's what we're talking about this whole episode is the Paul Stanley unreleased Folgers commercial. Oh, we're having, oh, all right. We're going to be right back, folks. Louder! You want some more? Go for it all. 
And we're back. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> oh, what a gift. So just go onto YouTube. Watch it. It's it's it's, it's filed under Paul Stanley uh, Folger's coffee commercial. Um, what the hell is going on here? I, I don't know. It reminds me of some certain videos taking place in the high top. <laughs> Sure. Under the high top. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if. Except, could this have could this have had to do with Psycho Circus? I wonder. Around that time, one has to assume with like the 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 acrobats. Like, Except going, going he back. didn't swing off of it, so. Yeah. Well, if you know, if he would have been swinging off it, then it would Just have been, it been eighties. The then. image of him walking with the mug in both hands. <laughs> it just after after two episodes ago. Of that goddamn image of him with the cereal and root beer. The bran flakes and the granola and yeah. the root beer. The idea and of the melon. him like uh, starting his day with like a cup of coffee to <sighs> And Folgers. Up. It being Folgers yeah. of, of of all coffee. Like as if this fucking asshole is drinking like freeze dried. No. He's <laughs> like... getting he's getting that, that coffee that's eaten by monkeys and pooped out and then made and then sold, which of course is the best coffee. Mm, must mm. be, yeah. Great. <laughs> um, so, so what's going on in this video? Um, like, limit is the sky. Yeah. Hey world, watch me fly. <laughs> and and obviously, like the best. Well, obviously, the best part of waking up is Folgers. Well, but, I... but the best part of, of the commercial is at the end when he does that fancy, like, you know, almost like a. Like he's about to, like he's gonna like a ballerina move almost. Ballerina, I was thinking, or like I was thinking a, more like a conquistador or yeah. something like that, or like a bullfighter. Yes, uh huh, exactly. Yeah, I, I just love that at the end they like it's like a double time tempo when he gets into the best part of waking up. It's full to say, yeah, it's here, like here it is again. Let's just yeah, enjoy let's this just again. watch it again, <laughs> and we can talk during it this time. This is your wake up call. How mad do you think? Do you think it was never released because Gene was upset? I think because, like, who could possibly want this? Except for us to laugh yeah. at it. Also, he's maybe, his face is maybe in, like, five seconds of this. Yeah, uh, he's barely like it's a thirty-second commercial. He's maybe in a third of it. You hear his voice throughout, of course, but also if you his face, Paul, Paul Stanley's Paul. face is not like as much as I love him. Yes, he's not a, like a household face. No, I mean obviously he's a world famous rock star, but. Mm-hmm. You don't think, of but Paul, if you were, but when you think of Paul Stanley, you think of the Star Child. But yeah, and it, but if you were watching a Folgers commercial, and you just saw that, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, and why is he acting? This and way? he's in like, he's in like the Seinfeld pirate shirt. Yes, the puffy shirt. <laughs> the puffy shirt. Yeah, and it's not. He's not singing in a way that would make you think Kiss. He's no, um, like. Uh, I mean, obviously, we, we're all familiar with the um, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. You know, it's obviously. iconic, obviously. But where do those lyrics come from? Do you think that Paul wrote those? Oh, I hope so. Because it's obviously like an extended version of, of the song, which I've, I've never heard anyone uh, else sing. I, I hope there's an even more extended version that has not yet been released. Wouldn't it be great if there was like a, like a three-minute, 30-second version oh, where God. there's like... The full song. The full song. Paul, give us that full song. You got that coffee? <laughs> oh, if we could have the first bit is him talking to the audience. You all know that I like to wake up in the morning. I like to have some Joe. I like to have that hot brown water. <laughs> it's delicious. Ugh. <sighs> 
I just pouring that all over my lips. <laughs> you know, I've grown up a little bit these days. Instead of root beer in my cereal, I put Folgers in my cereal. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, um, obviously, everyone, if you haven't watched this commercial, what's wrong with you? Go watch yeah. it. It's Change your life. It's, it's awesome. It's probably my favorite thing Kiss ever did. <laughs> All right. Speaking of our favorite Favorites. things that Kiss has ever done, absolutely. This we've is- we've been at this. This is uh, by the time this episode comes out, we'll have been at this for almost how long? I think we started. We started right after the Olympics. Ended. So that was February. February. Yeah. So almost ten months. Currently, we're at over half a year. It's we've been not doing ten that. months. <laughs> no, but when this comes out. I was oh, okay. saying yes. uh, currently yes. we've been at this shorter yeah. than that, but almost like half a year yeah. that kiss has been a major part of our lives. I will fully admit I listened to more kiss music than anything else. Anything just else. getting ready for this show. Totally. Me, me too. And God damn, I'm, I said it earlier to you when we were in your, your car, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I, but but you know we're here to we're here to celebrate whatever the hell this is that we're doing. I think there's no better way to celebrate when we're talking about highlights. This one springs to mind immediately. We're going back to our first episode with this one. Let me tell you my story. I've got a man-sized oh, no. predicament. This is deuce, right? And it's, it's a big, big one. one. <laughs> this is domino. Like this. Domino, right? Yeah. Upset at myself that I thought this was Deuce for a second. His Deuce is good. Yeah. 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 Of course, in the video, Gene won't stop wagging his finger. Like everything. Loves lots of money. That makes sense. Oh, just no. Stop this. I. Wait, calls me Sugar Daddy. domino mm-hmm. <laughs> that was how we started the show and uh you knew from the beginning hearing that like oh boy we've got a mountain to climb yeah. with this kind of shit uh, i it, it feels so far away when we talked about it and it was and mm-hmm. uh, also that's not going to be the end of our revenge talk for when we finally have james on the show oh yeah we're... and oh well, i was saying this before we started recording this is i was looking just at like the track list for dynasty dynasty from our second episode yes and if i'm just looking at the track list i know i was made for loving you that one is in my mind i know it uh, but almost everything else i could not begin to tell you what the, each of those songs are like. So not even like, I remember you had a bit of a problem with 2000 Man, you know, how ridiculous it is, it being the Stone song that Ace sings. Yeah. Would it maybe, would maybe your opinion maybe change a little bit now after like kind of getting to know Ace a little bit? Oh, 100%. Yeah, like maybe it's a little charming yeah. that Ace somehow shoved this obscure stone song in the middle of this uh ostensible well yeah album well the longer we we've been examining this band the more i like anybody who isn't paul and gene right especially gene yeah yeah Yeah, well i but like paul way i have a i have a a place on the podcast i have a place for paul in my heart just because he's so ridiculous gene is gross Guy. Yeah. 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 yeah see, but like, 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 like I've said, we over the last two episodes, it's become very apparent. My favorite two members of Kiss. My favorite original member of Kiss, Peter Chris. Peter Chris. My favorite member of Kiss, Eric Carr. Eric Carr, exactly. Yeah. Eric Carr is. Isn't that funny that it's like the two drummers? Yeah. Eric Singer won't make that list. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, like when we were watching um, the uh, animalize, he was uh, the only part of it. Like, I just want to like take Eric Carr home and just be his friend. You know, he yeah. just seems like the the greatest guy. Every- yeah. Um. R.I.P. Eric, Eric Carr. Yeah. Yeah. Not just a sad like, like so many stories with kiss members it's just sad totally yeah i mean we haven't covered uh creatures of the night yet which that's gonna be that's the lone shining spot in the uh in the 80s albums mm-hmm. um so i'll be can we just i'll be can saving you, that can you just play strutter of course i, I play strutter this from our fourth episode kiss what a great song this is Again, Stone Cold Classic. You've taken the you've sung the karaoke I multiple did. times now, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's it kicks ass. It's awesome. Yeah, it's just it's, and that's I think that's the biggest the biggest I think this is quite loud for our listeners. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway I have is that and maybe it's strictly because my musical preferences, especially for for rock, is like 70s like more 70s style gear sure yeah and because kiss is what kiss is they adapted and altered everything so when it was like they had the formulas i mean listen to this awesome i just that even just in the higher having the higher having those backing vocals like, like it's that just, it's fucking perfection and it's like it's the first song in the first album. It's like, oh shit, nothing ever got as good as yeah. that again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's. I think it's probably true. I think that's my favorite. Like that's my favorite Paul. Yeah. Song. Yeah. Like it's just a great rock song. It totally is. Um, now, if we want to maybe veer into uh, maybe the darker side of stuff that we. Uh, mm-hmm didn't love so much mm-hmm. um i know there's one that's number one with a bullet it would be this 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 guy a little st- oh. Fuck. <laughs> this would be christine 16 from our beloved uh, love gun episode yeah Funny thing is that like Gene does sound good here. He does, but the content is just so wildly offensive. Again, with this like John D. I just, I just, I can't imagine being like a man in his thirties thinking about this it just doesn't make sense like because we're younger than he was when he wrote this song right i think so well i don't know we were probably around the same age doesn't matter no you'd be in your 20s and write this it's fucking wrong <laughs> it's of course and then and here we go we... i don't I knew. That day I knew. I knew. I've got to have you. I've got to have you. The idea. It's disgusting. That, like, he's like, yes, this will make people love me. That's, uh, yeah, but then, and not only that, but the fact that it's like a beloved, like, yeah. classic. Straight up craziness. Now well, the fun. Just, it, so go go ahead. Uh, it just it just shows the blinders that people have yeah. for this band, and it's the blinders that we will that everybody has for for things they really love. You're always going like so many people will just make excuses for things that they really like. Totally, and I'm totally guilty of that yep. as well. Like you know, I've I've talked about it before. Like all the fucked up shit that Aerosmith did back in the day. Mm-hmm. They are not without sin, you know. But um, it's funny. Like us being so hard on Christine 16, rightfully so. But then um, going to uh, Hotter Than Hell, my favorite song from that album was Going Blind. About like the the turmoil and the, the tragic doomed romance of a 93-year-old and a and you, 16-year-old. I, I will say you did turn me around on this song. Because I, I feel like I was just judging it just based on... 
I can't believe I'm saying Based on everything else they've ever done. <laughs> it's fair. But I, yeah, like I said, I said before, I think, I think Gene sounds amazing on this song. Sounds really good in this song. There's like a, there's a real sadness to, to this song that I didn't think was possible coming from one Gene Simmons. You know what I mean? Yeah, this was the one, this was the song that like kind of made, put it over the top for me for Hotter Than Hell. Where I was like, I don't really get this album, like why is this so beloved? And then I really put the headphones on and listened to this one and I was like, Well, this... I do love when they sing together. Paul and Gene? Yeah. Yeah. Although, Peter being, being your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um... What do you what do you think about like when uh, when Eric Carr like steps steps in to sing? It's pretty fun, hey. I was mm-hmm. shocked when we when we watched the uh, the Animal Eyes, yeah, uh, live show when it's like holy shit! Not only is Eric Carr singing, he sounds, sounds amazing, and he is blasting on those drums. Yeah, like, I yeah, I was floored. Yeah, they were really really lucky to have him for the time they did because he it was in a dark period for that band, but they're drummer was fucking amazing absolutely and just yeah he was he... And, and i'll say it and like he was cute ah, he yes. was good looking totally. he looked like he was so much fun yeah like it's just like dude you're better than this yeah <laughs> you know it was almost like it was almost like the uh the embodiment of the uh small child who grew up loving kiss mm-hmm. got to like live his dreams and like go play in the band that he loved as a, as a kid because mm-hmm. he looked like he's just like I'm I'm in heaven I get to be around my yeah. heroes and he's the one person in the band that looked the part w- dressed up in that glam rock like in his when he was he dressed up in leopard skin he yeah. looked great he didn't look fucking ridiculous because like Paul he was did. a maybe... young man dressing in glam and when you're an older man dressing in glam it's kind of yeah. sad well like okay. It doesn't have to be sad. It can no. Be, it can be okay. But then when you're like Paul Stanley and you're just like constantly shaking your dick and your ass like straight into the fucking camera. And just knowing. Like, in like f- have a little bit of class, you know, wear tasteful makeup. And it's knowing okay. that in like five years time, they're going to start chasing the grunge scene. Yes. Well, we haven't gotten into that one yet. I know. Oh, yeah. That's. Oh, boy. Is that going to be a tough one? I know. It's just it's. <laughs> and maybe that's a big reason why I'm so vehemently against the glam era of kiss is that it's it's, all bullshit yeah exactly Mm -hmm. i i don't have a problem with glam rock i like glam rock i love glam rock but i don't like bullshit yes and And, it it felt so and it's so forced although ironically like paul even though paul carried it off so terribly paul probably was the guy that loved glam the most but it's it's a band Yes. And you have to, all the members have to be on it. You're like, yeah. you can't have one of your members going off to be such a successful movie star like Gene did. Yeah. So, speaking of said glam time, we can't, uh, we can't, we, we, we're talking about all the previous stuff uh, we can't get away without talking about. <laughs> Little Heavens on Fire. I like this song only because of how much we've listened and made fun of it. The fact that you like it at all is insane. <laughs> only for the fact of, of just our enjoyment. So, okay, well, I, 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 I pause it to you because they're, they're sister albums. What do you prefer? A little Heavens on Fire, a little... Do you prefer that, or, or what about... Which one? The two biggest hits uh, by far of the 80s for, for Kiss are, are these two songs. Heaven's on Fire. You prefer Heaven's on Fire? Interesting. Only because of the intro. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> um, and of course, this album gave one of the greatest gifts of all. Yeah. We extolled the virtues of it. Oh in, yeah, in depth. Just, so we don't we don't need to talk about it anymore. But I love all hell's yeah, breaking. Yeah, it in, this invented rap rock. 
We've established that. We've established that with our keen awareness of history and... Uh, We're basically musical musical historians. Musical what? Musical historian. <laughs> That's what I thought you said. Um, I don't want to turn it off. I just want to... I, I do want to hear a little bit of uh, oh, Paul, yeah. Paul, Paul shucking and jiving here. Uh, not yet. I am cool. I am the breeze. Now, did you ever know that when we started this project that you would have that memorized? No. <laughs> Something so mind-bogglingly stupid that that's like embedded in your brain now. You get to have that forever. I'm so glad. And I'll remember that more than I'll remember like friends names and people i've met many times and enjoy relationships family members yep. uh past events places you've been i was just all hell's breaking loose last weekend i was them. i was at a a big family barbecue it was beth's uh great aunt and uncle the like 70th wedding anniversary and went through met all these people all all the like Dozens and dozens of people and had good conversations with people. I will never remember their names, but I will remember that rap rock. And once again, I am so sorry. <laughs> I think we're um, we're probably getting to the point now. I, like we've 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 had some fun reminiscences. This of, of... um, folks, I the biggest thing I want to say is oh, sorry, go ahead. I want to thank everybody for coming on this crazy ride with us. We're going to keep going and you're not going to notice a difference. We're just taking a break ourselves. Yeah. We are absolutely 100% going to cover every single Kiss album. We're going to cover every solo album. We're going to cover every live album. We're going to cover every home video release. We're 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 fucked. <laughs> We've made our bed. Now we're going to sleep in it cuz uh as much as as much as we complain about this shit that we have to excuse me that we have to listen to uh this is so much fun it's fun you know like where else would you have heard something like this we can't forget about candy Again, I, I I once again kind of have like a real soft spot for this song. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. It's such a shining example of like, yes, what are you doing? Yeah, Paul does not sound great in this song. Don't you think it's kind of like nice to hear Paul with like a forlorn kind of... Uh, I, I'll, I'll agree with you with that. All right, sorry, listeners. <laughs> Stop singing along to Shandy. That'll be for when the mics are off. <laughs> it's going to be stuck in my head for weeks again now. Shandy? I had forgotten that it existed that until it now. now. Yeah. When we were driving back from the uh, the comedy show, I was kind of talking. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll kind of do like a little bit of an overview of what we've gone through so far. And you're like... I've forgotten so much, like by design. I don't want to go through this again. I just want to guess what, asshole. I just want to listen to Getaway on repeat for Getaway. Yeah, I I talked about it last episode. In it's just great. It is. Peter, Chris, you, you maniac, you, you lug. God, Peter. If you weren't such a fuck up, could you imagine? Like both him and Ace, if they weren't such yeah. fuck ups, like maybe what could have been? It's like I was saying it to you earlier too. It's like it's not even fair how good he sounds as a singer. Yeah, it's bullshit. You know what I was thinking? Because it's 
It's hard in, to put in context how long ago this was, but this album came out 43 years ago. Oh, I found mine going. 43 years ago, and they're on tour this year. So that's that's my biggest thing is with this band is that we can talk all the shit we want about Kiss, and we will, and we will. But they're like arguably like one of the most prolific and just like sustained rock groups of all time. Totally, and and you know you, why? It's because God gave rock and roll to <laughs> and, to you, and part two. <laughs> I don't think we actually ever really... I had something to say, but you <laughs> Sorry. just completely ruined it. <laughs> I torpedoed it. <laughs> Torpedo Girl, but... I like, I like that song. Like, worst ace song, maybe? No, not true. Dark Life will be getting to that eventually <laughs> when we do The Elder. That's going to be the best episode, actually. Were you familiar with Bill and Ted's folks' journey when yeah. it came out? Yeah. Do you remember that? As if, like, Bill and Ted, like, wrote this song, yeah. like, with, like, death. <laughs> like, this is, as if, like, I guess the premise is that we have to believe this is the greatest rock song ever made. Yeah. It's not. Is it? But is it? Is it? Is it? The like pseudo like such faux sincerity or a fancy car. Over. I fucked up. <laughs> anyway, um, what do you think, man? Have we gone through enough I, shit? Is there anything that you want to talk about specifically? I don't think so. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to see where we're gonna go with this. Yeah. Well, you know, like I gave I gave you the last assignment, which as as we mentioned in the last episode, we we're not going to be addressing Gene Simmons' solo album, but. I am going to be assigning another solo album, so um, it's gonna be. It'll be interesting. It's gonna be very different, actually. Like like doing the uh, the solo album. Yeah, straight. I think I think we're gonna be. Uh, we're probably gonna be a lot more critical because we're gonna be comparing, and yeah, comparing and contrasting them, which is going to be an interesting thing. Yes. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun, actually. Seventies yeah. um, studio stuff right at the forefront of everything so i think i think we're done we're, we're done uh ca- catching up unless you have anything else right no i think i think we covered I, I, cool. I got to play the songs that i liked and you played all the terrible songs that i don't like no i didn't there's way more than I, that i know <laughs> i didn't even play anything from psycho circus or sonic boom we don't need to remember that people you can go back and listen uh god those albums are so bad yeah They're so bad um so um we do this for every episode um obviously nothing has changed i mean you've more just kind of had a bit of like ptsd probably for me playing these yeah. songs but what's your kiss army status ready to join the war you still a draft dodger uh if anything this is cemented <laughs> in my mind that i am not uh, yeah uh, you mean you talk about cement like i like- feel like okay this is i've been trying to come up with an a- analogy and uh it kind of dates when we're doing this, but so John Kerry was on real uh, Bill Maher, Maher, Maher show last night, real time. Oh yes. New uh, rules. Yeah. And uh, John Kerry was in the military and fought in Vietnam. And when he got out of the military rallied against Vietnam to try to end the war. Mm-hmm. That is my kiss army status. Uh-huh. I joined the kiss army at the beginning and now I want the war to end. And- very good. So, okay, well, well, let me ask you then. Does that mean? Okay, so in theory, if if we're if we're using your analogy, yep. that means that there's just no occupation that Vietnam gets to exist. You're saying, Kiss gets to exist. Mm-hmm. There's just you're not going to fight against. I want it. the army to come home. Okay, you want your boys. 
Yeah. You want them you, you, you want them alive. I'm, you don't want any limbs lost. But I'm tired like, of our boys losing their legs overseas. Like, let's dissolve the army. Let's mm-hmm. just let it be. Yeah. I understand. What about you? Um, I... I feel like you were talking about cement, how it cemented it for you. I feel like um, I've got, like, concrete shoes, and I've just been, like, put a bag over my head and been shoved down into the (laughs) ocean to drown, and there's nothing I can do about it. So I can't fight against it. I'm just... I'm just... I'm just suffering, and I'll continue to suffer, and... It has nothing to do with allegiances to armies. I'm just a goner. So that's where I'm at. Sounds very lovely. Poetic justice. Uh, Anyway, so there we have it. Uh, Chris, I hope you have a quote because now it's time for uh, the Chris Kiss quote. One thing I had figured out by then was that talent. No, sorry. Let me start this over. Please do. One thing I had figured out by then was that talent like everything else, was just a starting point. What counted was what you did with it. I knew I wasn't the most talented guitar player or the best singer or the best writer, but I could do all of those things. And I had a complete vision of what I was going to, what it was going to take to succeed, a vision that included working, working, working. Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley. Yes, of course. Yeah. I think this is, and this is directly from Face of the Musical Life Exposed. And I just. Oh, okay. It really, he really puts a fine point on it. He's not the best guitar player. He's not the best singer. He's not the best songwriter. He's none of those things, but he's still found a way to be one of the most iconic people in rock and roll when and and especially like with the 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 package that is kiss you know it's Mm -hmm. undeniable it's why we're here yeah i've tried to deny kiss my entire life and here they are they're still standing yeah you know i can talk all the shit i want we both can they're still standing there is something to be said about that dudes are in their late 60s and they're still touring and they're still selling out stadiums bastards (laughs) Good, good stuff. Nice, nice to hear a yeah. Uh, I, uh, nice, nice to hear a genuine uh, Paul quote and keeping on the uh, on the Paul Stanley train. Uh, gonna as always do the people let me get this off my chest tribute. The best of Paul Stanley's on stage banter. Let's let's send it back to Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> Capital of Virginia? Back on. Best ones. I was so delighted when I was oh. looking. When I was... Oh, Paul, what are you, Paul? No, you made a rock and roll miracle. Let me tell you about it. Do you <laughs> love me? You showed them they were wrong. Oh, God bless your your little heart, Paul Stanley. We uh, and come on the show, Paul. We we oh, on really. The show, Paul. We always talk about Gene. Come on the show. I know come on the show, Paul. Paul, we would be a lot 
we've always been a lot nicer to you than we have to Gene. Yeah, even though you're goddamn ridiculous. Also, hey, you know what? Ace, come on the show. Ace, Peter, come on the show. You know what? I think it's time we have a full-blown kiss reunion and it happens on our <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean, what's the problem, right? I yeah. mean, they didn't do it for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but maybe they do it for Detroit Talk City. Uh, if there's ever a podcast that could bring Kiss together, it's probably us. Oh, definitely not us. Right? Definitely. definitely <laughs> you can't even stay with the bit. <laughs> no, no. There's fair enough. Anyway, we uh, have done ten episodes, so we've like almost a, uh, over. This is 10 episode ep- 13, thirteen. You fucking idiot. Sorry, I didn't mean I, that. Was, that was harsh. <laughs> that was. I didn't. I didn't mean that. I was supposed to. Oh, supposed to now i just can't i'm flustered now what i meant to say is regardless how many episodes we've done we have like 13 hours of material yeah (laughs) how many minutes do you suppose we've said a positive thing about gene hmm five (laughs) yeah that's what i was looking for gene can sound good you know he's a competent bass player a fine songwriter, I guess. Uh, not lyrically. Um, no. But, you know, there's undeniably catchy songs. And he has a great voice sometimes. Sometimes. God, when revenge kicks in. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> and that was 26 years ago that that album came out. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, we're almost out of this nightmare. Um, now it's time for me to give you your other Kiss My assignments. So... On the previous episode, I said Gene Simmons, 1978, his solo album. Um, to coincide with that, uh, your other Kiss My Assignment is going to be Peter Chris, 1978. And um, good luck. <laughs> I'm glad that I put it on record that he's my favorite original member. And now I'm... You're going to be tested. <sighs> so I I have two assignments while I'm off in Vancouver and I'm... You need to listen to two kids. There's guaranteed some of the people I'm working with, I'm going to be listening. It's like, oh, well, cool. what do you listen to? And I'm going to have to tell them, I'm listening to Gene Simmons' solo album from 1978. It's like, why? Hi, I have to. I have to. Well, you must be being paid well for this. No, I'm losing money. No, I am. I'm spending money to do this. I have yet to decide whether. And in theater, you get to put a bio in the program at the beginning. I've yet to decide whether I'm putting... Of course I'm going to put this podcast put it, on it. You? Oh, that is amazing. And we'll get we'll get a screenshot of that and we'll put it on the website. <laughs> right? Right? Oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> Amazing. That's uh, that's fantastic, man. This has been this has been a fun uh, episode. You know, with mm-hmm. very little structure. We're having fun, and we're going to keep bringing these episodes to you uh, every second Monday, as as we've we've done over the last uh, few months. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get out of here, um, we always like to give a recommendation of something that we're enjoying, uh, something that we love, whatever. Um, Chris, I'm just gonna keep on the train say the seek out anthony jeselnik nice he's mm-hmm. just a pure comics comic it's just yeah. one of the best writers in the business i was really a big fan of um it's not on netflix i, th- I think it's a- audio only but it's uh his uh stand-up album caligula yeah came came out it's so good mm-hmm. but you can also get uh thoughts and prayers on on netflix and uh you know not for the weak of heart no but, you know, go into it expecting uh, just jokes and, you know, nothing means anything, people. It's it's all it's all mm-hmm. just jokes. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. Um, I'll stay on the comedy train and uh, most people have probably seen it or a lot of it. But it just returned after a year hiatus. I'd like to recommend the 13th season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. One of my absolute favorite shows of all time. I was blown away by the by the first episode returning. No spoilers, but mm. it it exceeded my expectations so highly. There's literally twelve years worth of amazingly funny comedy. Yeah. It's it's like and I it's such a cliche, but it's it's really it's our generation. You're in my generation. It's yeah. our Seinfeld. Yes, it is. Our friends, or whatever you want to say, it is. Yeah, it's just yeah. 
truly a wonderful show. And you and I, we were we were lucky enough when we went to Los Angeles a few years mm-hmm. ago and we went to see uh, Conan and Caitlin Olson, who plays um, D. D on the show. She she was one of the guests and she was delightful. We had to Un- unlike the first. We had guest. to sit through Jared Leto to get to her. <laughs> and what did Leto have to say? I mean, he was the biggest douchebag. Well, of all this time, is but... for uh, Dallas Buyers Club, and since. He hadn't seen it yet, and he doesn't like watching it. He just – he can't. He, he had can't. to have Conan's coat over his head while the clip played because he just he just couldn't. But what, what was he talking about, though? Like like seeing, like, sunrises? The sunrise in Madagascar and <laughs> and, and Fiji and, and – uh, like we, Sunset in Timbuktu. Exactly. Because they were on tour. They were on one of the longest tours in history. Like as if anyone gives a flying fuck about and he, 30 he, Seconds to Mars. Didn't he legitimately say it's one of the longest tours a band has ever been on? Yes, he did. And that's not even close just, to being true. Just absolutely not true. God, he is such a piece of shit. Yeah, just – I don't know about you, but I could not make it through Suicide Squad. I tried multiple times. Yeah, I got five, ten minutes in. You stopped? Yeah. yeah. Did you watch Justice League? Yes. You did. Awful. I didn't even try. Awful. Didn't even try. And I love Batman. Batman is my favorite superhero mm-hmm. far and away. And I just don't want to see him be pissed on like that mm-hmm. anymore. And I, I, I genuinely did quite like Wonder Woman. See, I actually haven't even seen Wonder Woman. And I, I will... But I guess I just still had the like the the stink of all, of, of, of all the DC totally stuff. Totally fair. Yeah, totally. I was fair. just. But from everyone I've talked to and everything I've heard is that it is a good movie, and mm-hmm. the next one I think takes place in 1984, which that'll be cool if if it's the same crew and that from what I've heard is good. Yeah, could, but could be cool. Who fucking knows? Who fucking knows? Indeed. Well, indeed, yeah. So, uh, before we get out of here, uh, just throw out our plugs again. Uh, once again, it's uh, at Detroit Talk City on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at DetroitTalkCityPod at gmail.com. Join our Facebook group. Uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, all that stuff. And check out our website, DetroitTalkCity.com. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Scatman Malone. And I am on those as E.L. Chris Cook. And uh, that's going to do it. Boyle, I will see you in a couple months. Listeners, mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't affect you. It probably won't. Um, Definitely won't. Not, I mean, it doesn't even affect us. No. <laughs> who gives a shit? <laughs> we don't. In fact, who gives a spit? Remember, it don't mean spit to us. That's a Fox and Crocs production.